Sometimes the fun begins when the paved road ends. Chevy Silverado 2500 HD is made to work hard and play hard on the road or off. Go to ChevyDriveChicago.com for details and experience life in HD. President Biden was at a press conference. He had a press conference um, strongly condemning Vladimir Putin's declaration that four provinces of Ukraine will become Russian territory based on referendums that took place this week. You know, uh, America and its allies are not going, let me emphasize, are not going to be intimidated, are not going to be intimidated by Putin and his reckless words and threats. He's not going to scare us and he doesn't or intimidate us. Putin's actions are a sign he's struggling. The sham routine that he put on this morning that's showing the unity and, you know, as people holding hands together. Well, the United States is never going to recognize this. And quite frankly, the world's not going to recognize it either. He can't seize his neighbor's territory and get away with it. It's as simple as that. Marta Farian is the vice president at the Ukrainian Congress Committee of America. Marta, were you comforted by the president's words, or are you still completely unsettled by what Putin did today? Well, good to be with you, Lisa. And uh, we were expecting this uh, to happen, but it's uh, unusual to see uh, Putin giving such an emotional speech coming from a head of state. I mean, his speech sounded more like, uh, something from the old Soviet Union, I think that even Brezhnev wouldn't uh, uh, come up with a speech like that. Uh, talking about past centuries, uh, historical backlash against uh, the Western countries in the United States, going back to the 17th century and talking about gender issues and, um, you know, making threats. Uh, n- about nuclear weapons and blaming it all on the United States. Uh, the man is really obsessed with hate for the United States, let's face it. So his but, annexation of those four provinces, they, they obviously did not vote, vote to join Russia, and he does not fully control them, but they've been the site of mass murder and mass deportation, those particular four provinces, right? Well, exactly. I mean, uh, the things, uh, horrors that took place there are uh, unthinkable and unspeakable, and the people are terrorized. They are afraid. So many people left those provinces. However, how can people vote when they're surrounded by soldiers with weapons? And, you know, it's a funny thing. They said uh, 99% of the population voted for annexation. It sounds like in the old Soviet Union, mm-hmm. they used to have 110% right. more votes than people. Uh, but uh, the world is not going to recognize this annexation. Uh, it, it, it's interesting about what he didn't say. He didn't say that while he mobilized 300,000 troops now in Russia, there's already almost 300,000 Russian men who already escaped abroad. And I was listening to interviews with them, and they were all saying that they realize that they've been lied to by their government, that they don't want to die, and they don't want to go to Ukraine to kill. So these were men that managed to escape to Kazakhstan after driving desperately at night uh, for 20 hours to get out of Russia. So he didn't mention that, and he didn't mention the fact that uh, people 
are not believing everything he says anymore. Finally, yes, finally. I mean, there was a point last week when he announced at mobilization that how to break my arm was trending on Google because they were willing to do anything not to have to go fight in Ukraine. And this is no longer just a war on Ukraine. Isn't this a war on international law? Exactly. This is uh, this was never actually a war only against Ukraine. Uh, because he intended to take Ukraine in three days, take it over, and then start moving towards the West. So Poland was next in his mind, and the Baltic republics as well. uh, He is obviously obsessed uh, against the West, against the United States and Western Europe. But what's interesting is that he was expecting China and India and those uh, those Eastern uh, former Soviet republics to support him, and they are uh, they are retreating their support. They're not supporting him, so he is now isolated in his madness. Let's say, and he didn't uh, also mention the fact that the Ukrainian military has taken over and taken back much of that. Uh, previously uh, captured territory. So I expect uh, the Ukrainian military to keep on pushing and uh, taking back uh, a lot of that territory back where it belongs to Ukraine. Marta Ferian is the vice president at the Ukrainian Congress Committee of America. I know you continue to rally to support, to do everything you can to help your countrymen in Ukraine. Is there anything people in Chicago can do? Can they reach out to you? Can they help the refugees who have arrived here? Can you give them a website or a way to stay connected or help? Well, I'll start with our website, which is www.uccaillinois.org. And there's a lot of information there. We are collecting donations to assist uh, refugees, but also to uh, assist uh, the Ukrainians there who are stranded, people who lost their homes. Let's face it, so many of the Ukrainians from the east of Ukraine had to escape. They lost their homes, their jobs, everything. And they obviously are escaping to Western Europe, to Poland, but mm-hmm. also to uh, Western Ukraine. Okay, let me get so, this right. So it's ucca.org? org. Perfect. That's where we'll send you. Thank you for joining us, Marta. The news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom with Lauren Lapka. WGN.